Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Welcome in. Oh my goodness gracious. The year is almost over and it is a funky flashback Friday here on The Odd Couple. Rob Parker along with Alan Lee. Rob Parker. That's right. In for Chris Broussard. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. Good luck. Thank you, Bill. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in this last Friday of the uh, old year. 2022 is on its way out. I can't believe it, Alan. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. And then New Year's Day. You're right. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How about yourself? How you been doing? Doing great. How about the holidays? Everything good? You got everything the, is good. Family was good. The boys uh, home for the holidays. The young one is the oldest one's back in Michigan. He still, still he 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 loves Michigan. He loves the change of seasons. Unbelievable. Yeah. So how we, many kids who their fa- parents moved to Southern California? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm going to stay in Detroit. <laughs> what, what? Hello, is this on? I'm telling you. No. So we you know, we did the Zoom. Christmas morning where we got to see him open his present. Right. So. But yeah, and then he took a picture of the outside for us. With the snow and yeah. all that. Right. Because they said, got a white Christmas. Yeah. I said, well, you know, have Enjoy fun. it. Enjoy it, have son. Fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. Drake is a smart one. I'm, I'm yes, going to just tell you, your yes, son Drake is yes. a smart one. Because he goes to school at USC and is one, one of my classes uh, as far as uh, journalism and everything in the newsroom. So, great. All right, Alan, we got a lot to get to and uh first let's welcome in the odd couple crew we wouldn't be able to do this fine radio program without them alex is our engineer ricky don't lose my number is of course the uh, producer filling in for rob g and mr steve desager is on the anchor desk and before we get there alan um let's take a moment and uh chris bouchard is off this week Mm -hmm. filling in for chris and we've talked kind of around it and send our prayers out to Chris. But, uh, you know, uh, he was supposed to be off this week for Christmas and the holiday, but his dad passed on Monday. And so we've been sending out love and prayers to the Broussard family. And then today, 
Chris had, um, can you see the picture of his dad right there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice, right? Uh, so, handsome looking guy. Yeah, so uh, Chris put out a post on Instagram, so I want to read this. So people just know what's going on, and you can send your well wishes and prayers uh, to the Broussard family. But uh, here we go. Chris wrote this. I lost a great one on Monday. My dad, Edward Broussard, went on to be with the Lord at age 79. Though it's uh, a time of sadness, I've ha- I have wonderful memories of him and with him. He was married to my mom, Cheryl, for 57 years and taught his two boys how to be responsible and successful men. The three principles he lived by were love the Lord, love and take care of your family, and have fun. We did them all very well. He did them all very well, I should say. Nothing but love for you always daddy and then hashtag father hashtag family hashtag RIP rest in peace so again our prayers and love out to the Broussard family uh, with the passing of his dad at 79 years old Edward Broussard always a very difficult transition of life Big time, uh, you know, and you, but you have. I've a, lost both of my parents, yeah, so same, it's I'm tough. right there with you. Yeah. And you know, every little thing you never will forget. It gets easier every day, but you know, even I was coming in today, as a matter of fact, and even listening to certain music on the right. radio, things you think reminds you back. you back to moments or instances in your life. So you know, it it it, it will hurt forever, but uh, you'll take with you forever the memories and the things that they taught you. No doubt. That's how I always feel the same way. All right, we got some show today for you. We're going to talk with uh, Ben Brown at the bottom of the hour uh, from Pro Football Focus. Uh, We'll talk with him. Uh, We got a lot of football to get to as we're winding down. Unbelievable with the season. But we're going to start here. And we also have Lamar Mitchell's coming up in the final hour from BetMGM. He's the director of trading. But, Alan, let's start here with the uh, Lakers. Today is LeBron James's birthday. He is what? 38 years old? Is that where we are? Yeah. 38. 38 years old, still playing. Looks season good. number 20. Still has some of his hairline. Yeah, uh, with a little spray paint. But that's, <laughs> I mean, whatever you got to do. But but LeBron, hey, it's unbelievable. He's a, a specimen. He's still playing at a high level. He doesn't impact winning as much. He scores a lot of points, but they don't win, even if he scores 30 points plus. But anyway. LeBron should be happy. Wouldn't you be happy at your birthday, right? But LeBron is not happy because the Lakers are stinky. And here's LeBron. As long as my mind stays in it, I can play at this level for for a minute. It's up to my mind. It's not my body. It's gonna be okay because if my mind into it, my, I would make sure my body's taken care of, and I'll continue to put in the work. I'm a, I'm a winner, and I want to win. And, um, you know, I want to win and, and give myself a chance to win and still compete for championships. That has always been my, my passion. has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18-year-old kid out of Akron, Ohio. And I know it takes steps to get there. But once you get there and you know how to get there, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not, it's not in my DNA. It's not in my DNA um, anymore. I want to win and, and give myself a chance to win and still compete for championships. That has always been my my passion. Has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18 year old kid out of Akron, Ohio. Is this again? It takes steps to get. Yeah, we got it. All right, Allen. <clears throat> Can I say poppycock and Boulder Dash? <laughs> I mean, LeBron. Seriously, like, like. This is your team. Yes, it is. Allen, uh, this is your team, LeBron. You put this together. What? You're the Dr. Frankenstein of this uh, uh, atrocity. I mean, you are. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he wanted Anthony Davis, traded, wow, what was like a gazillion guys away to get Anthony Davis. Brandon Ingram, a ton of people. Oh, a ton of people. Kyle Kuzma just scoring 35 every yes. night in Washington yes. now. He got now, it. now, I did a little research before the show. Okay. And let me tell you something. The 2018-19 Lakers. This was these were these were the guys that were on that team. LeBron was on that team. Yes, Lonzo Ball. Okay, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Alex Caruso, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzman, Moritz Wagner, and at Zubak, who plays for the Clippers. Who they the, gave away, right? And the year before that, before LeBron came, that the Lakers. Now this is not all on LeBron. Right, either. right. This is partly on the Lakers too. They, that lineup the year before had Jordan Clarkson, 
on there. Brooke Lopez, Gary Payton II, Julius Randle, Larry Nance. So here comes LeBron on this squad, right? They decide to move Clarkston and Nance to Cleveland in a trade for Isaiah Thomas, Channing Frye, and a 2018 first-round pick. So you've given up Jordan Clarkson, who's one of the best six men in the game. You gave up Larry he's, Nance. He's blossomed big time in Utah. Very capable player. You let Brooke Lopez walk out the door. He's in Milwaukee. Julius Randle, I remember this discussion. They were like, well, we don't want to re-sign Randle because he and LeBron might clash. He just went to uh, the Knicks and went to, became an all-star. Right, in terms of style. So can you imagine the Lakers squad right now that has Brandon Ingram on it, who's averaging 20.8 points per game, Kyle Kuzma, who's having the career-high points here at 21.6 points per game, 7.5 rebounds. Wagner is averaging 12.4 points and 6.6 rebounds. And then you would have Clarkson coming off the bench, possibly. You have Brooke Lopez, 7-footer, who can run the floor, shoot from the outside. Gary Payton, who helped the Warriors. Defensive specialist, tough kid. Uh, Julius Randle giving you at least possibly double-double every night. Lonzo Ball. Now, granted, Ball's hurt. Hurt, right, in Chicago. But even if you'd have kept that team intact and not brought LeBron on, at some point during that whole run, you would have been able to bring on another superstar, a lower-tier guy. Maybe a Bradley Beal might have come over. You might have gotten DeMar DeRozan to come over at that point in time. You never know. It would be a drastically different, but the Lakers were in this mindset of, we want to win right now. Right. And when you do that, Alan, you can mess yourself up for a while. And now they're with LeBron. LeBron wanted AD. AD didn't start getting hurt, Alan, once he came to LA. That was his MO. That was his history. Yes. Okay. So you rolled the dice with AD. And all he's been doing is getting hurt every year, except the bubble year when they have four months off. Right. What right? did Barkley call him? Street clothes. Street clothes. Right. And he's the one who won at Westbrook. Yeah. They want a buddy heel. Remember that? Yeah. Like he's a shooter. LeBron needs shooters. Yes. But they that Westbrook is a top seventy five player. He's a name, a former MVP. LeBron wants to play with names, not play with Buddy Heel, who played for the Kings and and I'm, uh, most people don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like but but he he fits better. And so for LeBron to say, Oh, I don't I don't want to be around this, dude, this is what you put together. You, who are you mad at? Are you mad at because the Lakers haven't given up uh, their, their, their 27 and 28 first-round picks to, right. to bring more players in? Right. Like, at some point, you got to say, dude, yeah. what are we doing at here? At some point, GD Bus has got to go, you know what? I'm not going to keep salvaging at, our future for, for this situation. And then we're going to wait around for Bronny to show up, too? Is that is, at, Bronny, no way he plays with the Lakers. No, I, I don't see it. LeBron, because I can't see... Two years from now. Do you know what I mean? If I'm the Lakers, yeah. I can't see this staying together, especially if they don't win. I, I, I've seen Bronny play a, a few games. I, 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 I don't know if he's even going to be in the pros. I mean, I, you know. Somebody, will give, him, somebody will get right. right. There's no somebody will give him a shot. But I'm right with you. It's not a guarantee. But there are certainly a lot of better players out there right now than Bronny James. It's unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, LeBron James, belly aching, 38th birthday today. That's great. He's in great shape. He's scoring 30 points. The Lakers aren't winning, and he's not happy. But but who's to blame for this? I- I'm serious. LeBron James is the Dr. Frankenstein. He's created this monster, and now to be bummed out, and uh, I don't know how long in my mind, I, I don't know if I can yeah. keep playing and just playing and not have a chance to win a championship. Really? Like, like all the other players, do you think Allen – you're supposed to have a chance to win a championship every year you've been in a league? No, not, no, no, no. No, Nobody play, who, who Who's played for that? Nobody. Michael Jordan went to the Wizards the last two years. They had no shot to win a championship. Yeah. And you always have to factor in the unknown, which is injuries that happen. And if you're limited as a bench, you're in big trouble. It's definitely big trouble. But, you know, LeBron does deserve a little bit of blame for this, but also the Lakers have to take their fair share of blame for this because they were primed and ready for a situation to watch a bunch of young guys come together and gel over the years, and they got impatient. No, but the problem is once you get in bed with LeBron, it ain't about the future. It's about now. You can't have a a 20-year veteran 
with, on a three-year three, three year plan, Alan. So it's either you're going with the young guys or you don't bring LeBron in because you, right. you already know what you're going to get. Exactly. So the Lakers become slaves to LeBron because, that, like, we brought him in and now we can't, like, not give him what he wants. But the only problem is they've done it so many times. How in the world can they do it again? And that's why they haven't pulled the trigger because yeah. I think they know at that this, there's no player out there that, that's going to help them win a championship. At this point, on a 38-year-old individual, I'm not going to sacrifice my future by giving up some some top draft picks because I've done it too much in the past. No doubt. All right, I'll telephone number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And we want to hear from you. LeBron on his birthday is not happy. He should be happy, schmappy, blowing out the candles and eating ice cream and cake. Instead, he's mad at where the Lakers are. Who's to blame for this? Is it LeBron all the way or is it the Lakers? We want to hear from you. 877-99 on Fox. It's a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Bouchard. Stick and stay. And TireTrack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call away or a click away. The website is packed with information, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap, like the Tire Decision Guide. Answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Kumho Extra Tire, the all-season Corgin lineup, and the off-road-capable Kumho Road Venture Light Truck Tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers Free road hazard protection and fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. Tire installation on your terms. Game changer. I'm telling you, go to tirerack.com slash sports and see for yourself. That's tirerack.com slash sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're gonna love listening to it and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in on a funky flashback Friday, hour number two of The Odd Couple. Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Broussard. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. That's right, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And Alan... Let's get into the National Football League. And last night, Thursday Night Football, man, a lot of bad games. I know uh, Al Michaels complaining about the the quality of the game. (laughs) Like, like, that's that. Hey, you signed up, you should either like take the money and just do the games and be enthusiastic. You you can't complain about the games, can you? Exactly. No, you really. That means you probably should retire when you start complaining (laughs) about the game. You ought to know ahead of time that what you're in for, for this game of the week, and you ought to just say, you know what, let me get a whole bunch of material together. (laughs) And just talk to my partner. And talk to my partner. (laughs) Branch off into all, like, what what movie are you streaming? Whatever. You know, just get ready because some of them have really been bad. Right. But you can't, but as an announcer, you can't complain. No. Right? You no, not as much money as he's game. making. No. Unbelievable. But anyway, the Cowboys beat the uh, stripped down and bare naked Tennessee Titans who didn't have uh, Derrick Henry and, and Tannehill uh, is not playing. I mean, I don't know. They, they, they didn't have anybody. But anyway, they wind up getting it done. Uh, they don't cover the spread. Uh, of course, I was taking a look at that. It was a push. It was uh, Titans plus 14. So the Cowboys win 27 13 over the Titans in Tennessee. And Dak Prescott, again, the numbers weren't good. Dak Prescott, 29 for 41, 282 yards, two touchdowns, but two more picks. Quarterback rating of 85.6. And, you know, of course, they tried to deflect. They won the game. They don't care. They still have the chance to win the division with the Eagles. That kept it alive. So all they want to focus in was on winning and end of story. So let's hear Dak Prescott, to me, sound like a fan. We've won these games, yeah. I'm sure other than uh, the overtime, unfortunate interception return, we're getting better. And even when these bad plays happen, we're able to move on. So, I mean, I have no no hesitation, no doubt in the men that we have in this locker room. If you've heard me speak, that's what I, I credit this team. And I give all the, the compliments, the brotherhood and the culture and what we've built here on. Sounds good. It's a fugly win. <laughs> At some point, Allen. Come come on. The Cowboys haven't been to an NFC championship game in 26 years. All right? Yeah. It's been a long time. We've seen the Cowboys with, with rosters, and last year they led the league in scoring and then struggled against the 49ers and lost at home. Yeah, I, the film sessions must be interesting. And, and you know, Dak's got to say the right no, thing. No, I get that. Right. But but, but he sounds like a fan when right. a win's a win. Dude, you got to play better. Right. Like, you're way better than this team. That's what I'm saying. Film sessions have got to be interesting because you have to wonder whether the head coach or the offensive coordinator is going with Dak with these interceptions. What are you looking at? What's going on here? Why, why are we making these kind of decisions? And and if it's something of a personnel uh, problem, then then you have to iron that out. But if it's if it's the quarterback who's starting to see things that are either aren't there, or he thinks he can start making plays that aren't there, then you're starting to deal with a totally different kind of issue. So you have to iron out what's going on and what the problem is. And yeah, you're winning games, and you're winning close games, which in terms of the playoffs is an important thing to have. If you think you can win close games. That may really help you in the playoffs down the road. He's had an interception in each of the last seven games. Okay, yeah. Alan, ready? 
2-2-1-2-2-1-2. And then, he, like, like, this is what we're talking about. He's He leads the league in interceptions, right? What does he have now? What's the number? Uh, I think 14 on the season. Uh, just too yeah. many interceptions, and that's going to come back to bite you at some point in the yeah. postseason. And, and that's a situation of either three things could be happening. Either one, your offensive line is not doing what it's supposed to do, and he's getting more pressure than he than, than he's comfortable with. Your wide receivers aren't aren't necessarily nailing down the routes that they're running. Or three, the third one, which is your quarterback starting to make bad decisions, and you have to under why is that? That's a good question. And Dak. For a lot of people, Chris and I used to argue all the time because Chris thought he was en route to being elite. He finally gave up that ghost like of trying to paint that Dak was heading to some sort of uh, elite status. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. He's not. He, there's moments that team is better when they're running the football and Dak is not throwing 50 yeah. times a game. And you mentioned it earlier. Tony Pollard's got to get healthy. He's a big part of that. If he's not running... Uh, you already know you can load up on Dak. Right. Am I right? Right. That's what I'm saying. If Dak's continuing to make these these turnovers and Tony Pollard's not back there getting the job done, uh, you you your defenses are going to play differently. They're going to they're going to approach the Cowboys in a totally different way. Then, and, and when you think about the Cowboys, Allen, and all of the miss uh, fires in the postseason over the years, it is mind boggling when you talk about. Teams over the last 25, 26 years who haven't been to an NFC championship game, and you get the usual suspects. You get the Lions. You get, like, Cleveland. And to think that the Cowboys, I'm trying to remember, there's one other team, there's like four teams, only four, that haven't been to an and and the, and the Cowboys are one of them. Yeah. They, they just think about that. It's probably the Bears where they've been playing. And the Bears. Yeah. Oh. I think, I th- well, they went to the Super Bowl. I was 25, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well. Yeah, but, but but I'm just saying, like they've had good teams. Yeah, they have. They, oh, no question about it. When Zeke, when he was at the height of his game, and when he was, was leading the, it up, right, and and that's when Dak first came on the scene, and they were running the football, and then Dak was just, uh, you know, throwing when you need to throw, but he wasn't leading the offense. It's kind of yeah. like the Russell Wilson thing. I know. Let Russ cook. They were better <laughs> when they had Marshawn Lynch, and they were running the football, weren't they? Yeah, they certainly were. They certainly were. I mean, they were a more competitive team then. And but you know, you got to have that balance. And right now, Dallas is 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 they're in a situation where things have, like I said, you just can't have Dak Prescott throwing football like he is right now and making these turnovers because the turnovers in the playoffs will absolutely kill you. They will kill you uh, when you give teams uh, other opportunities. We saw the Cincinnati Bengals come back last year in Kansas City. They were losing big mm-hmm. time in the first half. And Mahomes threw a pick at the end of the game, and they kicked the field goal and beat them. You know, like like they do, they bite you in, yeah, in the postseason. You can't afford you. You're playing totally different types of teams than the teams that really game plan for you, and every little mistake in the playoffs can really come back to haunt you. And and I'm looking, okay, so last year they lost to the 49ers. Um, and in 2018 – they beat Seattle but lost to the Rams. 2016, they lost to the Packers. And and you can see they've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of their last eight of their last eleven playoff games. Yeah. I mean, are losses. I mean, they they have struggled in the postseason. And they've had different coaches. They've gone through everything. Yeah. And the last time was 1996, right? 19, when they were in the, uh, when was the last time they were in the NFC Championship game? I should say that was 95. Oof. 1995. Think, think about Oof. the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and all of the stuff that's gone on there. And, and really, ever since Jimmy Johnson left and Jerry Jones turned it into a mom and pop store, right. they really have struggled. And every year... The Cowboy Nation and people always think, oh, this is our year. We're finally getting there. And then they've had these clunkers that we saw. Like, they struggled against the Texans. The Jaguars were down by 17 at the half or something like that. Came back and beat them in overtime. Brutal game. Right? They, they had Green Bay down by two touchdowns in Green Bay. Green Bay came back 17 points in the second half, beat them. 
Yeah, there's concern. You, you can't keep losing some of those games that you're supposed to win or at least uh, dominate or, or be in to the point that you, you know, on paper it's like, well, we're a better team. Then you don't go out and you don't prove it and you let these teams hang around. You're in big trouble. And and these injuries, and that's the worst thing. Philadelphia is dealing with it right now and the Cowboys with Pollard and some other guys on the team that are kind of banged up. When you got guys who are hurt, you better go into a situation where you're making mistake-free football. Now, let me ask you about Dak Prescott and how important is this year for him going forward? I'm not saying that they're going to dump him or whatever, but at some point, don't you have to – you got to win. Like, 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 I don't think that See they could Tony take – Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they could take another one-and-out playoff run. It's going to be interesting to see. Oh, let's put it like this. If Dak plays well, then that's going to buy him some time because everybody's going to go, what's well, not Dak? So you have to have a situation where things come down to the football being in his hands and he's the one responsible for making plays and he either does or he doesn't. Then the questions start to really pop up. Is it Dak Prescott? That's the problem because everything else is clicking, but we're having issues with the quarterback spot. But but you know at at twelve and four with another game to go I, I don't know who they're playing but if they're thirteen and four you expect like more than just a playoff game yeah you're expecting that you have a chance to get there especially to me the NFC's down you got Dak Prescott right Jalen Hurts is banged up now with the Eagles and then uh, the the Giants if they were if they make it in. Um, Danny Dimes, are you scared of him as quarterback? Uh, the 49ers have a, a rookie quarterback. Brock Purdy. Brock, Brock Purdy, like a young quarterback. Playing his the, butt off, the, too, man. The Seahawks, Geno's Geno Pizza. Smith, yeah. I mean, Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, in the NFC, when you look at it, and we know uh, Kirk Cousins ha- hasn't fared well in yeah. the postseason. He's had a good year. And then Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, they haven't played – that well, and they've struggled scoring as well. So I'm just saying, when you look at the landscape, yeah, the Cowboys have probably the the biggest quarterback going. No, yeah, oh yeah, you do without question in that division for sure. With Jalen Hurts hurt, yeah, right. With Hurts hurt, right, right. So I, I don't know. I what do you make of Dak saying a win's a win? Is that where we are with the Cowboys, or should they be concerned? Should they have played better, blown out, a depleted? Uh, Titans team, or you don't care. You just win, move on. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You digging deep in the crates, Alex, on a Friday night. Only go, D-Rob. The last (laughs) Friday of 2022, it is the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker, Alan Lee, and for Chris Broussard, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. We're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. Hey, Rob, did you ever have an afro? This song makes me. Oh, I had an afro. Yeah. I, had a, I had a Rodney Allen Rippey afro. Uh-oh. Remember had a pick in it and everything, oh, too? Oh, yeah, I had one in fourth grade. I had a big afro. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, talking about the Cowboys. Yeah, they won. But it was fugly. It was ugly. I mean... Uh, are you are you still confident in the Cowboys? They did struggle against some team. We saw them struggle against the Texans. They lost to the Jaguars. They've had some clunkers this year. We want to hear from you, 877-9905. And guess where we got calls from? Let's go to Jason from Texas. You're on Listen to the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Jason, what you got? Hey, uh, uh, happy holidays, everybody. You too, uh, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, Dallas – they it seems like they approach the game in an unprofessional manner. They get up a couple of scores early in the game, then they think they got it won. They can sit back. That's what happened in Jacksonville. Yep. Instead, of sta- the, instead of instead st- of snapping their neck, right, Jason? Yeah, they and I think it's it's just a culture that Jerry Jones has created, 
and I don't see it changing anytime soon. So uh, I'm looking for a one and done out of them in the playoffs, wow. and mm-hmm. and that'll be it. Yeah, that'll be tough. Thank you, Jason. Happy New Year to you and your family. Appreciate it. Eight seven seven. 99 on Fox. All right, let's take right from Texas. You're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Right, what's your take? Hey, I appreciate the time. Condolences to the Palais family. Yes, thank you, Right. Appreciate that. Yes, yes, you're welcome. You know, I'm listening to you guys, and uh, I'm not Cowboys fans, full disclosure. Yep. Uh, but when I think about the NFL, and I think about the Dallas Cowboys wins, they've won 12 games, they've lost four. Uh they're all professionals. Uh, you sometimes win some, you sometimes lose some. However, it, I won't be. I don't like if too much, but you know, if 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 they should have beaten Green Bay, they should have beaten Jacksonville, but they didn't. Right. But there's not one team this year uh, who can say that they have not lost a game that they shouldn't have lost, except for maybe uh, Philadelphia, and they've lost what two games. One to Dallas, who they beat without their quarterback. Right. Name me one. What what's the Eagles' best win this year? Didn't they beat Minnesota early on? Ooh, they beat right. I'm sorry. I yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I think they beat they beat Minnesota. Uh, and and I guess you know, uh, right? To just be honest, is that because of the Cowboys' history, and because we've seen this act last year, they had the highest scoring offense, and they struggled at home and lost to the 49ers. So I think that's why people look at them and say, why can't they? They have all. They got a running game. They got a quarterback. They got a great defense. Why aren't they winning more and struggling against bad teams? So that's a great question. And the answer is twofold. First of all, it's not really Jerry Jones. I guess you could say it is because he hires the head coach. Right. Head coach is a problem. Uh, McCarthy is just not the type of leader for this type of team to go all the way, but you never know. I ask about Philadelphia because the one Philadelphia's best win was against Minnesota, who Dallas destroyed. That's why they played the game, guys. And yep. yeah, they, they they lost some game they should have won, but that happened. Look at the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles, the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Bills. The Bills lost to the Jets. Come on, guys. You know we haven't heard about what about the Bills? That's how it goes. Sometimes. You're right. You're right. The only thing I'm gonna say right is that the Cowboys haven't been to an NFC Championship game in 26 years. That's the only right. difference. And, that's, I, and you know what, though? And with that being said, you know what they also have? What's that? Six Super Bowls. Yep. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks, Wright. I'm glad you keep hope alive. 877-99 on Fox. All right, let's go to – Wait a uh, minute. Did we lose somebody? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's go to Haji. Haji. I hope I pronounced that name right, from Texas, or Haji. I'm from Texas. Uh, you listen to the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Good afternoon to you. Hey, that's Haji out of Memphis, gentlemen. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Good. What's up, bud? Good. I'm going to talk Cowboys right quick, of course. Cowboys, I got faith in them. I believe in them. I believe they're going to fold like they always do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I got all the faith they're going to do what they're going to play Cowboy back Cowboys football. Well, I mean, how – I mean, when you – like last night, they won. Dak had a couple picks. You know, it's like – like uh, you look at Tennessee, they had nobody. Who who they have? Right. Yeah, nobody. I don't know. I don't know them guys. I don't know. And they barely pulled it out. Cowboys in the last couple of decades, they roll up until Thanksgiving and start going downhill and slide on out the playoffs. Yeah, it could be. Uh, so, what do you got for the playoffs? Are they one and done, or will they make a run? Do you think this year finally? What do people want to consider a run? They, they might win a game well, or they two. Well, they, they need to get to the NFC Championship game because it right. hasn't been there since 95. That's been a long time yeah, since 95. Right. I don't even – hey, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not an anti-Cowboy guy, but they need to win the Super Bowl for me to stop saying anything. I can't hang my head on NFC Championship game. That's what they're settling for, then it's bad in Cowboy country. No, I get it. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you don't want to appreciate the call. Happy New Year. We not we we get that like you, yeah. you know we're just saying you got to get at least to that because they haven't done it exactly at you know, least especially when you put yourself out there and you're still going by this thing of America's team and Jerry Jones is saying I, I'm the great owner I know what I'm doing I'm calling all the shots it's going to work here I always call them South America's team because they always go south <laughs> in the playoffs that's I mean <laughs> all right. Alex, very nice. I can't help Surprised it. Surprised the plane wasn't canceled for that one. I know, right? <laughs> uh, very, very nice.
Um, so yeah, the Cowboys just the it, it it's going to be one of those situations, and I and I think that we'll wind up Allen where we're scratching our heads, going here we go again. Like, yeah, like it's just. I won't believe in the Cowboys until they actually do it. That's yeah. where they are, I think, in most people's minds. Yeah, you know, we talk about they lost to Jacksonville, and it's kind of disheartening when you think and you look at Jacksonville the way they're competing right now. The fact that they are that close to being competitive and almost look better in some instances than the Cowboys, I'd be a little worried when you consider that one team and one organization has had years, decades. Right. Of getting this thing put together and putting it right, and here you got a little team like Jacksonville come along, and all of a sudden start to look pretty darn. But it good. also tells you about Urban Meyer, doesn't it? Like oh, look at like it, like the, with Doug Peterson, like if you had a coach, yeah, like what a coach can do. People downplay that. I don't think you can. I don't think Urban Meyer was ever really serious about that job. No, he was about the money grab. They gave him an well, unbelievable that's not the money only grab, but right and exactly. <laughs> I was trying to think. You're right. It was uh, another one. We were just talking about announcers. But what are you? What are you thinking, Alan? Right. Exactly. You're, you're you're at your you're in a public place. Everybody has a but video you know, camera. And he didn't fly home with his team. No. Right. How? He took, a, he took a detour. And then he was like, supposedly he stayed behind this, to see his grandkids. Yeah, well, but he's at the he's at the club. He's at the club. Maybe they work there. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. Unbelievable. All right, uh, let's get a check of what's happening with Steve DeSager. About eight minutes to go, first quarter of the Orange Bowl in Miami. Scoreless with Tennessee against Clemson, a top-ten matchup. We do have a final from that Arizona Bowl. Ohio U in overtime beats Wyoming 30-27. to Maryland won its bowl game in Charlotte against NC State 16-12. to Notre Dame won the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville 45-38 over South Carolina and a touchdown with under two minutes to go. South Carolina had tied at mid-fourth quarter on a 100-yard pick six. UCLA committed five turnovers and Pitt beat him in the Sun Bowl 37-35 on a 47-yard field goal in the final seconds. The Bruins had just taken the lead on a TD with about 30 seconds left. A reminder, number one Georgia plays tomorrow night in Atlanta in a playoff semifinal against Ohio State. The day game will be TCU against Michigan tomorrow. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is doubtful for Sunday. He sprained his shoulder a week and a half ago. Ravens QB Lamar Jackson will miss a fourth straight game with his knee injury. Baltimore will host Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy is out Sunday due to a concussion. Arizona will play at Atlanta and Cards quarterback David Blau will start so he'll be the league's 64th starting quarterback this year which ties a record. Washington running back Antonio Gibson out this weekend against the Browns. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel still out. San Francisco will play at Las Vegas. College basketball wins for Miami and Pitt and in the NBA the Lakers have a record of 14 and 21 but they're trailing under two minutes to go in the first half at Atlanta. 64-56 Hawks. Big lead for Washington at Orlando mid-third quarter. 74-56. Kristaps Porzingis 20 points. And the Raptors are up on the Suns. 49-45 late in the second quarter. Veteran soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo signed to play for a Saudi club for a reported $75 million per year. Back to you. All right, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it. It is the Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Alan Lee coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Now let's our next guest, Matt Vertering, who is the host of the Stacking the Box podcast and an NFL reporter at Fanside. Hey, Matt, welcome to the Odd Couple and Happy New Year to you and your family. Hey, same to you guys. How you doing? Great. Uh, let's talk some NFL. We are just talking about the Cowboys uh, and the performance last night, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think the uh, Titans had some glue string and ice pop sickle sticks uh, to try to hold the team together. <laughs> and uh, the Cowboys, you know, they wind up winning, but it was ugly. Uh, what do you make of the Cowboys, and will they make a run? Will they get to the NFC Championship game or, or to the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was a weird game. The Titans didn't need it, um, oddly enough, so they played it like it was a preseason game. I mean, they, they really had almost nobody in the game. Um, look, I think for Dallas, the thing that concerns you is, yeah, the game being tight, that's not great. That happens in the NFL. It's two more interceptions with Prescott. 
And that just has been seen now. Week in, week out, they keep turning the football over, and specifically Dak Prescott keeps doing it. So I think for the Cowboys, look, you're not going to win because Dak's going to go out there and throw for 350 and four touchdowns. You're going to win because he makes three to five plays in a game that really make the difference. Your pass rush, which is the best in football, goes out and is dominant. Right. Um, and, and, and you get something out of you know, C.D. Lamb in a big spot. But I, I think right now, they're probably the third best team in the conference. I mean, they're not as good as Philadelphia, I don't believe, unless unless Hurts and Lane Johnson are really injured and they can't play in the playoffs. Right. Uh, and I don't think they're as good as San Francisco. But they're close enough to those teams that if, if they play the way they can play at the top of their game, they're interesting. Yeah, obviously there are certain coaches in this league that are excel at what they do. But sometimes I get tired of hearing the narrative that this quarterback or that quarterback is only successful because of the system that they play in. They're starting to sort of hear that kind of rumbling around Jalen Hurts. But you go to San Francisco and you look at Brock Purdy. I mean, he has done above and beyond, I think, what anybody expected this guy to do when he came in there. And, yeah, great. A lot of it has to do with Shanahan. But Brock Purdy on his own has really delivered. He has. And we know when Garoppolo went down, I think everybody just kind of assumed, like, okay, that's, that's probably it for the Niners. Well, it has not been. I mean, they've won eight in a row. Six of those wins have been by more than one score. So they have not only won, but they've been annihilating teams. And Purdy just, he's been, he's been very economical. He's been very efficient. He doesn't typically get the big play. But on that team, you're not going to need a ton of big plays. Like, you can just get the ball in the hands of those top playmakers They'll make the play for you, and defensively, they have the best defense in the league. So, if you're Purdy, you're you're not being asked to go out there and score 30 points. My my question with him is going to be, when they get in the game in the playoffs, and they invariably are going to, where he's got to go toe to toe with one of these big time quarterbacks. Yes. what happens? I, I'm with, that, I'm with you 100. percent Like that'll be the moment that he shrinks and go. See, we didn't have a quarterback. I mean, because, that, look, you know what? It's one thing to score, and I've had Niners fans say to me, well, they already scored in the 30s in a lot of these games. I, I get it. Scoring 30 points when you're winning the entire way yep. by two or three scores, that's a hell of a lot different than scoring 30 points when you're down 10 nothing, And the other team can play you in a very specific way. I, that was the question I had. Now, no, Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy are two different strategies, but that was the question I had about 2019 Ravens when it felt like every game they got up 14 points in the first quarter and just ran you to death. And they got into the playoffs, and they fell behind Tennessee, and they had no answer for it because they couldn't play any other way. That's my question with the Niners. The roster is beyond reproach. Our guest is Matt Viterim, uh the host of the Stacking the Box podcast and NFL reporter at Fansa. Hey, Matt, your latest article highlighted how league insiders are split on Lamar Jackson's future with the Ravens. Where are you Give us some insight. Yeah, I talked to a lot of people over the course of the last week about what they kind of expect to see this offseason based on, on you know, not only Lamar's recent injury, but the season he's had and where things have been with the Ravens. And, you know, there's, there's one camp of people that certainly feel as though, look, if you're the Ravens, what alternative do you have? At some point here, it's in your best interest to just keep him on the roster, whether it be by a big tag, which is going to be over $40 million this year, it'd be the highest tag anybody's ever paid in NFL history or uh, by obviously signing him long-term, which they tried to do in the past offseason, but the guaranteed money was like 50% or a little bit more, 55% of the contract offer. So uh, I think a lot of people in the NFL feel that this offseason, if they can't come to an agreement before the end of the tag deadline, that there's a real chance that the Ravens tag him and trade him. Because at some point here, that tag is so prohibitive to doing anything else. And it's a loaded quarterback class. You worry about the last two years with injuries. They've not been able to advance the playoffs. Not that that's all on him. It certainly isn't. But all those factors combined, if they make their best offer and Lamar says, hey, look, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not going to sign it. Then I think there's a lot of belief in the NFL that at that point the Ravens might go, okay, well, we're not going to lose you for agency. So we will tag you, but then we're going to trade you and we're going to clear that space and we're going to go out and figure out another avenue here and build around a guy in a rookie deal. It's dangerous, but I think the Ravens also have to start trying to figure out what they've got long-term. 
How nervous should some coaches out there be because Sean Payton just seems to be He's out lurking. there He's lurking. just waiting for the perfect opportunity to pop up for him? I mean, where do you possibly see him landing? Because there's no question some team is going to go out and get him, especially since I, I they know see, what he can do as a quarterback I can't coach. see him going back to New Orleans, though. I, I hear all that with Brady. Where where are you on that, Matt? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because you're right, like, so first off, it should be pointed out, whoever acquires him, they've got to acquire him. They've got to trade for him, right? So somebody's got to be able to give a picture. Like I've seen a lot of people say, well, Denver's going to make a run at him. With what picks? Right. What draft picks? They sent him like all Denver's... to Seattle. <laughs> right. I mean, what, what picks? And if you're Peyton, you want to go there when they have no picks and Russell Wilson? I mean, I, I don't get why you do that. Dallas, look, everybody convinced themselves last year it was going to be Dallas because he's so close to Jerry Jones. And McCarthy had a flame out. Now, I will say this. It'll be fascinating if Dallas goes to either Tampa or Carolina in the playoffs in the wild card round. If they lose that game, that is going to be very interesting. Because that would be the door for Jerry to say, look, I know we won a bunch of games, but we didn't advance, and I feel like we've got to make a change. The other team I'd watch, it's also a playoff team, is the Chargers. Mm-hmm. If the Chargers get beat in round one, and especially if they get beat badly in round one, if you're Sean Payton, you're going through your agent to the Spanos family in L.A. and going, hey, look, I wouldn't mind coaching Justin Herbert and living in Los Angeles, and you guys have all your picks, and I think that'd be great. I'd love to go there for the next 10 years, and it's, and it's Herbert and I against Mahomes and Reed, and let's go for it. I think those are the two most interesting situations, but a lot of it, of course, depends on what happens here in the playoffs. Matt, one last thing I want to ask. Why does the Jets organization get get off scot-free? And I'm not – Zach Wilson's played poorly, so mm. I'm not trying to excuse him. But their, right. their, their organization is littered with quarterbacks who have failed. Like like they had that Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, uh, Geno Smith. We could go on and on and yeah. on. Why, why can't they develop a quarterback? Well, they haven't developed a quarterback since Joe Namath. I mean, I mean literally. It's yeah. like the best quarterback since Joe Namath retired is who? Chad Pennington, Richard Todd. Richard Todd. I mean, yep. it's not good. Ken O'Brien, it's not great. Ken O'Brien, um, right. He had a couple of good years yeah. for them, right. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you this much. I'm from New York, and I can tell you uh, most people I know who are Jets fans do not give them a pass. They're in deep pain over the last 50 years. But, um, but I, 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 think, I, I think, you know, the Jets right now, the pass that you speak of, I think it's going to end now because their roster is good. Like they, if they don't win anything over the next couple of years, if they can't make the playoffs because they screwed up the Zach Wilson thing and then they can't find an answer at quarterback, you have a lot of people go look. I mean, that is the reason you're not winning anything. That is the obvious, clear reason. It's not. It's not a coach. It's not the defense. It's not the weapons. It's. It's very obvious. And Joe Douglas this off season. He's going to be, whether or not they make the playoffs, he's going to be under a lot of pressure. And I think if you're Douglas, the first call I'm making is to the Raiders about Derek Carr. Yeah. The first. Because Derek, to me, Derek Carr could be somebody's Alex Smith, who goes in there and stabilizes a franchise for two or three years, and then you go find the guy you think you can win a Super Bowl with. But if I'm the Jets, I'm calling them. And if I can't, if I can't get Carr... Um, I am then, like, forget about Garoppolo. Garoppolo's talent is hurt all the time. Right. I would call everybody in the top five that doesn't need a quarterback and say, I'll make you a godfather offer. What's it going to take? No doubt. Because that, they have to do it. All right. We appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, knowledge, Matt. And uh, check out his podcast, Stacking the Box Podcast. And he's an NFL reporter at Fanside. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Take yeah. care. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elia connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.